So close to the end of the year. So close, but still so far away. Ah, and I've just I've just noticed something in the corner of the room where I'm recording. There is a uh, toothpick. Ooh, it's a toothpick. Okay. It's a toothpick from Martin's stupid bloody toothpick crossbow that he's got. <laughs> but he he's fired it, and there seems to have been a spider web in the corner of the room. I know that. Because the toothpick is just hanging there in the web. I mean, it'll just get cleaned down. But, I mean, the spider that decided, oh, you know what will help the stability of my web? A, you know, a two-inch a two-inch piece of wood with a pointy bit on the end. I think it's less it's turned into, like, a, you know, a tempting trap for, for flies and more of a warning. Just stay out. So, uh... Well, he might plan it on... Uh, putting a head like on the spike. Ah, yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> so that's why he kept it. Yeah. Now he's, that, that... now he's waiting for like a nice big fly. So you can just like, you know, just, <laughs> just, just, just on the head. Ah, oh, perfect. Perfect. Right. In that case, we will get straight into this now that we've uh, talked about fly murder. Because speaking of that, it's the Immaterial Gamers podcast. Woohoo! Yeah, boy. Episode and guess who is back? Oh my God, it's Darius. Darius is back, and 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 I'm Ryan, and Steph's here too as a producer. Um, we what we'll do straight away is last week we did talk about the stupid name for the Xbox, the the new Xbox that was being brought out called the Xbox Series X. Um, straight away before we get anywhere. It's got even more stupid because Microsoft had turned around and said, well, no, it's actually just called Xbox. So uh, this week, we are Microsoft consoles. So I'm Ryan, and I'm the original Xbox. That's not to be confused with the Xbox or the Xbox One. And uh, we've also got Darius, who is the, the Xbox One, which is not to be confused with the original Xbox or the Xbox. And then... Uh, Producer on the podcast is Stefan, and he is the Xbox, which is not to be confused with the original Xbox or the Xbox One. So he is the newest one. Yeah. You are the oldest one. Yeah, and you're the you're the one you're the one that was was previous to the new one. See, it's a lot easier when you when you just explain. No one is confused at all. I mean, okay, so. Steph's asking if he should be in the middle. Wait, so you want to be the Xbox One and Darius is the Xbox? Is is that how that works? <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, okay. You know, right. So I'm the Xbox. Steph is the the Xbox One and Darius is the Xbox. Right. So Perfect. Steph, I want to swap, and I will, I'm going to be the 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 newest one. The yeah. Youngest. The newest one. The Xbox. Yeah, good good times. So uh, yeah, it's it's uh, Christmas Eve as this comes out. So while this is happening, we're all sat here not worrying about what's going on and just nominating, yeah, nominating to food, watching bad Christmas films, or just like not watching the Christmas films at all and just finding something else to watch that might be fun, or playing some game, or playing games. Well, you you you'll do that. I'll socialize. 
Well, yeah. you, you still can play the games with family. Hey, yeah, I guess. I mean, that'll be, that'll be all that. I mean, it's not, it's not New Year, so... Hell no. Oh, Steph. Steph, you're missing what the meaning of Christmas is, mate. That's right, game. <laughs> Solo, Solo games. games. Are they are they games that just fit in a red plastic cup? So, yeah, what? Solo cup? <laughs> Steph says, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, no, we, we we've got Christmas coming up, and I decided this 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 week's podcast, um, because it's the last one that we're actually recording. We we're going to do a another best of, uh, podcast. I say that I'm going to go the way of the American TV show. It's going to be a clip show next week, so it's just going to be it's just going to be clips from the previous podcasts this year. Might as well use the material we've already got and reconstitute it into something. New. It's like, it's like mechanically recovered podcast. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll 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 go for that. So for for this week, we're going to change it up. Uh, were we doing the same? For, are we doing the same for the other shows? Says Steph. I don't have that much time on my hands. I mean, I could for the podcast maybe put some clips of other things in. We're going to get round to doing stuff eventually. But we've got like bigger, got other projects that are coming up, and you know maybe an advertisement will be coming up with clips of of stuff. We of new projects. Yeah. And 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 stuff will be will be coming along. It's a it's a discussion. We'll 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 go that far. Well, but, so if if you're going if you will be creating like a showcase for our next year, mm. let me know so I can fetch you some. Some of mine uh, okay. clips. Steph says five years later, you are optimistic. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this this week we're forgoing the what's been playing played because of the fact that it's Christmas and I want to provide gifts. Santa is here. Ginger Santa is here in town, and he's provided the 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 three of us with some Ooh. gifts each. Um, now what we're going to do is we're going to Where are we good this year to get gifts? Uh, I went to a couple of shops this year for gifts. I went to I went to IGN, that uh, that great store that provides really really weird reviews compared to the rest of the internet, and you know sponsored advertisements for stuff that they then pan in reviews two weeks later. Games journalism, and um, and found a couple of of presents. Now, I have to warn you, those presents have been taken from the article called Eight Gaming Disappointments of 2019. <laughs> so that'll be that'll be there. Uh, but to balance that out, I also went to another shop. I went to a shop called The Verge, and uh, they, they had a discount sale on uh, the top, in their opinion, top 10 games of 2019. And so you've received some presents based on them as well. So, okay. uh, so... Let's get straight into it, and let's, uh, Darius. Yes. Should we should we open up a present for you? Ah, uh, we can do. See, and to do can this, I, I'm s- can I decide whether I want to receive first the bad one and then the good one, or it's up it's to up, you? It's up to it's up to you. Do you want to receive the bad one or the good the one? The bad one first. You want to receive the bad one first? Okay, okay, perfect. So use some foley effects. I've got an old Magic the Gathering pack that's half opened, so. 
Ah, okay. So, uh, so Darius, uh, your present that you received was um, uh, uh, a game that's not due out anytime soon. Oh, we, is that bad? That right? Um, it's bad because it's been delayed multiple times. Ooh. So, um, yeah, this is this is sort of based on IGN's story. I mean, this year, probably more than a few, we've had a lot of games that have just constantly said that they were coming out this year and then got and delayed to later yes. on in the year. And then some that just and even turned around. Yes. Well, I, I would say this kind of story it even had the beginning, clearly, like, not 2019, but also 2018. Mm-hmm. Because let's say on 2018 there was like the big E3 thing, and Sony announced some games, Xbox announced some games, and they supposed to be by around the beginning of this year. However, we still not gonna see them until like middle of 2020. Mm, yeah, definitely. And it's like, you know, it's I don't know. I think it's just sort of disappointing on that, especially when they turn around and the the disappointing. What? I don't know what what Steph's on about there. Uh, I mean, okay, that was a dis- different disappointing present, but I actually got you a different one. But we'll we'll get to Steph's other bad present later. Um, he he said that you got a gift uh, that you got a you got a gift of Fallout seventy six's subscription service, but I don't want to end the year on on shitting on Fallout seventy six again. So we're just going to ignore him. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's let's have a look at some some games according to IGN that that have got oh, well. You know, sorry, got sorry to disturb you. That's delayed. I would say that's the example of the game which should be delayed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, probably delayed. Still delayed now, not delayed in you know. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, everything Bethesda has done on that is just you know, it's enough that we could actually make an episode of the podcast purely based on that. So that's why I wanted to. So go because I mean we've been shitting on them pretty much since November <laughs> last year, so I, I don't I don't want to go again. But you know it we we know that that's bad. It just is. So we did we just carry on. So this was like some of the games upon among the notable according to IGN. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons was supposed to be out this year. Is now going to be March 2020. Doom Eternal. Was supposed to be out November November twenty second. I'm sure they announced that like a week oh, or yeah. two before it was due to come out that they were delaying it to March. Uh, Wasteland three. I mean, to be honest, that's like a Kickstarter game. I don't think much on that one. Psychonauts two. I I don't know. That, well, I mean, um, that was announced and Wasteland yeah. is is basically the first and second one was like a new sort of Jagatalians thingy. Hmm. And the third one, they just don't have Kickstarter on it because, well, they don't have money. Yeah. Well, so, and, and, you know, that's the thing. But, I mean, I guess if if it makes the games better when they come out, absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's a, a thing to go for. If they pull, you know, if, you, if they, say, pull an Anthem, where they, <laughs> where they were delayed for three months and were still crap, then, uh, you know, we, we we don't want. We don't want, so we, we move on. So, uh, yeah, so I uh, hope you enjoy your gift there, Darius. Uh, please tell me next year whether you liked it. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't use it now, can you? You know, it's a thing. It's probably better than than uh, than, than Steph's bad present. So, but... so, so uh, technically, I receive a gift which 
which I don't have. <laughs> yeah. And probably <laughs> and probably I will never gonna get it. Maybe. Who knows? Eh, hmm. I, I've given you the gift of anticipation. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm back, sorry about that. <laughs> Did you push the update button on Discord? No. Okay then. I haven't. <laughs> he, he did. He did, didn't you? All right. Anyway, I was, so I was, I was, I was like, what, what, what is this? Why is it so green? And before I knew it, it's oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. You got caught out by the Discord disconnect. Oh, perfect. So, Steph, do you want your good present or your bad present first? Oh, Steph wants his good present. Oh, that means I have to get another Magic the Gathering pack so I can try and make it sound like I'm just giving him a good present. It's just, it's <laughs> all it is is just noise being put into a microphone at this point, though. So, Steph likes to end on a low. Oh, you don't want to say that. Okay, so um, so this is from the Verves, or from the Verges Good or Best Games of 2019 section. So, okay. So, Steph, uh, ah, right, the gift you've received is a laptop with two years of surveillance data. Okay, <laughs> Steph, Steph says yes. Steph says yes, please. So, yeah, the game in question there is Telling Lies. That the the weird FMV game that's the spiritual successor to Her Story. And one that I haven't actually got back to since I turned around and said, yeah, I should get back to playing that. Hmm. But... You know, I like, I like, you know, those those sorts of games are sort of quite nice. Especially in the fact that, unlike her story where you could sit there and eventually figure out absolutely everything in the story, um, in in Telling Lies you have to kind of choose what thread you want to go because you've got a limited amount of time before the game ends. Okay. And then you, you start again. But So, yeah. So with her story... Do you have you played her story or telling lies? Have you heard of them before, Darius? I have not. I have, okay. I've heard about um, her story. Yeah. I so did. you see, yeah. But so you I know didn't. about yeah. So you know about sort of with with her story. It was a game by Sam Barlow. Um, the game was basically you at a computer or like a a police station going through a fragmented set of interviews of this one woman uh, trying to figure out what happened to her missing then later on in the game or earlier on in the game dead husband um, using keywords that you glean from her through the interviews there is no other actors it is just her responding to questions that one is pretty apparent Steph she does she does kill him or is it her twin spoilers uh, it's uh, it's been out for a few years now, but you know the idea is that yeah you pick up on little keywords, you search for those keywords in the database, and it brings up clips that you can then listen to in order to to get to get to more get more information, yeah. more keywords. Yeah, exactly. Um, that concept was expanded upon in Telling Lies, okay. in the fact of uh, the story of this is you're a character who was just got back to her house, she's just rushed in, opened up a laptop, and has received a message from her friend saying, here's two years of information, I hope you get what you need, because when you down- once you've uploaded your story, the computer will delete itself, but you're getting arrested. 
by the by the morning. So you've got this like you've got this time scale, and it's the same concept. You search a database using keywords to find sort of information on four seemingly unrelated characters, but all part of one big story. And there's there's a lot more. There's actors from it, you know, big names, small names. Them, the the girl from the or the woman from the the last series of Scrubs, the bad one. She actually plays a good part in this one. Um, there's a bunch of sort of other sort of characters in it, but there's a lot more. And with the with the thing being it was surveillance data and sort of hacking into people's cameras in their houses, their laptops, their phones, it gives a bit more into it uh, for it that way. And you know, it was a pretty cool story. I mean, I followed one guy's thread, and uh, yeah, it was quite uh, depressing how it ended. But yeah, if you if you like those sort of games, sort of narrative ones where you can build your own story, go for it. So, uh, Steph, that was my gift to you. So, uh, do what you will with it for the next six hours. The police will be on their way later. Pure stuff. Uh, or yeah. maybe he would be happy about it because he is at work. Huh. Ah, if they can find him. Ah. At work. Yeah, at work. Uh, don't you want to be relieved of your duty, Steph? Have some yeah, extra don't... free time. <laughs> free time. Yeah, but with fire. Right, okay, anyway, moving on. So I've got my good and bad presents. And uh, I think it's safe to say that, you know what, I like to actually have... I actually like to end my day on a high, so I'm going to open my bad present first. Oh, no, that's the good present. No peeking. No peeking. It's all right. It's fine. It's good. It's good. Okay. uh, I've received a copy of Anthem again. (laughs) (sighs) I've already got one copy of Anthem. It's a pile of shite now. Why would I want it again? Oh, it's been a bad year for Bioware and, and for EA. Well, no. Actually, EA have had a good year at the end of it with uh with uh what is it Jedi Fallen Order Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order if yeah, I that's say the full name of it quite all right yeah um you know but they've they've had a bad year with you know with Anything the still else? lingering issues from Battlefront um you know more more issues with with developers uh, Steph asks when did Anthem again come out um <laughs> It, it hasn't, no. I just received a second copy of Anthem. I've got a PS4 one that I that I thought for a laugh I would buy from my local Asda for £8. Was it worth it? Was it fog? <laughs> Loaded it in, got to, got to character creation, it crashed. Ooh. Reloaded it, went to do the first couple of missions, got to Fort Tarsis, crashed. Was sat there in the middle of just middle of reading a lore entry. Some graphics bugged out in the background. No, I didn't. Have, I didn't have the PC copy. I had uh, Pri- um, Origin Access Premium, which I cancelled, and I'm happier without it. And um, yeah, so so you know, crashing, crashing, crashing everywhere. But at least it didn't brick my PS4 like it did to other people. Yeah, you know, good to you know, good to good to know that happened, but yeah, no, I mean the concept of the game, and we we were all looking forward to this. The concept oh, of yes. the game was cool, flying mech suits, 
against you know in a in a in an ever changing world that was rough and hostile as anything, and you know surviving and sort of getting famous while being a freelancer there. What we got was a really generic story about you know oh yeah this world screwed us all over and blah blah blah. But the main enemy of the game is some guy that we never see because he's behind enemy? a mask. Yeah, there's you know there's a place called the Dominion, or there's a faction called the Dominion, and they they subjugate people and just take over the place. And some guy called the Monitor wanted to be a god. Right. Okay. Tell that to the other five games that have done the exact same gimmick. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. And then you know, the the fighting was was fine. But it didn't yeah, stand it wasn't. Out. It wasn't something. New, it wasn't something you know, revolutionary. Revolutionary, I don't know, I can't say it. Revolutionary, yeah, that was the one. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that, uh, but it was still kind of solid, I would say. It was there, it was fun, yeah, but I think most of the people were anticipating a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they were looking for a destiny killer. Yeah. And with the state that Bungie were in at the time, that's before they managed to get themselves out of Activision's greasy mitt. And, you know, that would have been great if they could have done that, you know. Activision was on the decline, Bungie were having trouble, Destiny is still all over the place. But, you know, maybe the delay to February wasn't a good idea. Because it was at the end of last year that Bungie managed to get the IP for Destiny off Activision. Mm. And so they were able to improve it. And Shadowkeep is a good expansion. They're still suffering from... I think they're still suffering from old development tactics from Activision. But it's, it's a good game. And, you know, the stuff that they're doing is actually quite interesting with it now. Anthem hasn't had a major update since the game came out, really. It had, it's got Cataclysm. But Cataclysm was supposed to be this big world-changing event, and it boiled down to score attack. So, you know, know, nine months, and you make a score attack mode. I'm I'm out. I'm I'm lost for words (laughs) there. You got anything else on there, Darius? Not really, because since last time I've played it with you guys, which is like, I don't know, six months ago. Yeah. I I still got it installed. I'm not sure why... (laughs) <laughs> because there is still like a hope that okay, let's give it another go. But mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I, know, this... I know how bad it was, and I know what other games I do have and other tasks to do. I'm like, no, I don't want to be bothered with it. I mean, if there is a tiny light at the end of the tunnel on this, is that they're apparently um, Anthem are going to try and pull. Um, they're going to try and pull a Final Fantasy fourteen, Basically, rebuild the game from the ground up. Get rid of the crap that was before it. Mm. And, you know, and work on that. But Anthem is still... It's no. And, you know, for every bit of good news like that, there was still a bit of news that was, right, they're now on their third project lead. So, yeah, it's it's, it's it was bad news for Anthem. Bad news for Bioware. Dragon Age 4 was basically got to be god at this point for them to still be alive as a as a developer so you know and even then it could probably come out and be the best thing since the magna carta and Mm. it'll still 
they'll they'll still get absorbed by and I'll steal this happily from Jim Sterling. Unicronic Hearts. So uh yeah. So that was that was uh, that was my bad present. So uh, yeah, we're we're halfway through the podcast. We've received one of us has received a gift that they're really happy with and two of us haven't. So uh Steph is still like he doesn't give a crap. He just needs to come out so he can play it. But imagine this, Steph. What if it ends up in a cliffhanger that never gets resolved? We'll give him some time. Just tap out delay. He kills them all with fire. Yeah. I, I just I just picture Steph would now become the physical manifestation of the scream. <laughs> so it just hits a cliffhanger and then oh it's worse it's a cliffhanger that Bioware knew about because they then put in their credits thank you very much for your 20, for your 20 years of following us it's been a shame we've had to end like this hmm. and he'd, he'd just be like ah! so uh, yeah right so Darius yes you've got you've got your good present now okay so uh, PC out the window says Steph no that's not the present uh, okay, so um, oh, what have you what have you received here? Oh, this is an interesting one, according to the the Verge. I don't know why I bought this for you. This is this is weird. Oh, you've received a a replica sword and replica shield attached to a Pikachu. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming this is supposed to be Pokemon Sword and Shield. So uh, yeah. I don't have a Switch. Well. Apparently, you've been given one for this for this particular purpose for the for the for the benefit of the podcast. We will assume that you have a switch. Um, this is an interesting one because I'm. It's a bit but of an interesting discussion on why this is considered the one If best. I if I gonna get the switch for Christmas, Stefan. Ah, uh, oh, is that a hint? Hint, wink, wink. He's he's gone back to work, so uh, you know <laughs> he may he may he may hear that at some point, but. Yeah, this is an interesting one behind the fact that was there that little were there that few games that were considered good that Pokemon Sword and Shield came mm. out as one of the top games of 2019? Did we really have that much of a bad year? I I think we've had some good games on there. I've heard that I've heard that Pokemon Sword and Shield is solid. Yes, that's what I heard as well. Yeah, but but not game and of I the would, year material. And I would definitely play it, but game of the year? No, it's it's overstatement. Yeah, because come I on, know. it's just Pokemon. It's not like. I mean, if we if we take out the account of the 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 old Dexit argument, you know, of of removing all the you know removing most of the the old gen Pokemon from the series, or removing the national Pokedex, that was the one. It was still. You know, functional. Okay, I like the idea of the the open world, not just you know, not just the routes that sort of yeah. gate you in until you've completed certain gyms and got certain sort of abilities. The whole wild area does sound pretty cool. Um, the sort of the multiplayer raids things that you can do. Um, Gigamax and Dynamax is fucking hilarious. So we we've decided to to you know. In order to help you in your journey against giant humongous Pokemon, that we're going to give you the ability to get a bracelet that supersizes your Pokemon, or that gives the illusion <laughs> of supersizing your Pokemon. You know, I, I like that. I mean, you know, the the Mega Ring didn't really, you know. Oh right, so we're gonna we're gonna pull a 
Digimon style thing is that your Pokemon can evolve past its stage 3 temporarily and then come back eh sure I'll take 30 foot Pikachu any day I'll take a 35 foot Eevee though that's even funnier <laughs> oi oi or as it just goes and growls you know grows 30 foot in size oi oi like, hmm, okay I don't know how you know, making yourself larger suddenly changes the tone of your voice but yeah you know, serviceable Pika, game. Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Pika. Um Yeah, serviceable game. You know, that's the thing. I'm going to have a whole bunch of... Uh, gonna have a, you know, somewhere down the line, some Nintendo fan's going to come up and go, Oh, don't, don't you dare. It's the best game ever. Oh, you <laughs> hate Nintendo. You hate them. You hate them. No, I like Nintendo to the point where I bought a fucking Wii U. Granted, oh, it was, was really it was a heavy concept. discount, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Was... It's just I think the quality of the games were not there. There were no like AAA games on the Wii U, mm. but other than that, they had a really solid concept for it. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like what what Steph will have been saying. It was the confusion on whether it was actually a new console or if it was. An adapter, yeah, to the old Wii, I, and I, I completely get that, you know. Yeah, but you know, it's it's fun. It was all all fun. We just uh, we just have to see how how they go. Well, I mean, we can see in the days of patching games now, we can we can see if they'll improve Sword and Shield to sort of add a bit more in. It just sounds like it was a it was a game that they took a lot out of when they could have added more. But uh, you know. I'd still count it as a good Christmas present because, at the end of the day, it's also still Pokemon. So, yeah. so, and so, maybe. And it's quite a solid game, so yeah, I would not get mad if I were to get it. Yeah. So I'm really happy with it. Good, good, good. So, uh, Steph has, um, well, he's, he's he's gone in the middle of his production duties to go back and do some work. However, we've still got his bad presents are open, so. Um, Open it. Yeah, so in, in absence here, we'll open that. And, uh, okay. Uh, ah, yes. This this present. Steph, Steph, we can be really happy with this. Uh, it's a seat to Sony's E3 conference. I should have probably checked to see that Sony was still doing an E3 conference when I got him this present. As far as I know, they planning on... Uh, now this is this is the the story of this year's E3 where Sony turned around and went. No, I know they. Nah. Yeah, they were not there this year, but yeah. I think they are in next year. I mean, it'd be interesting to see because uh, I know that they went. They basically went the route of Nintendo. I mean, granted, I guess the good news on this could be a lot of developers are deciding that E3 is just an absolute bollocks fest. Yeah. You know, there's nothing... I mean, this year's E3 was... I Let's think of it this way. I can't remember it. You cannot that, that... remember Keanu Reeves. Oh, shit, yeah. That was the only good part of it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're awesome. Okay, yeah, that was the one thing. The that one thing. That was one thing. Literally, one thing from the whole E3. Yeah, but that was, and that was the Xbox presser, wasn't it? Which, yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember anything else of the Xbox presser. Well, it was more like it was co- collaboration with Xbox and CD Projekt Red. Yeah, but 
But, uh, so. you know. Yeah, it's, it's just that thing that I can't I can't remember anything from it. I know, God, actually, yeah. no. Oh, Ubisoft did another stupid just just dance, and we got we we got the announcement of uh, Watch Dodge Legion, which again sounds like a good game. But if we go back to your first Christmas present, a game that got delayed until twenty twenty. Exactly. Um, you know, it was yeah, it was Xbox twenty nineteen, also known as here are these games that we said we're going to bring out this year, which aren't coming out. You know, well, at least at least with at least with Cyberpunk. I don't understand why some of the developers delayed the games because why to release it on PlayStation Four when we can release it on PlayStation Five? Yeah, yeah, true, true. You know, PlayStation Five, Xbox, Xbox. Uh, you know, Switch. I mean, yeah, people still can bring stuff onto Switch. It's easy enough. It's easy enough to do. Um, you know, it's just, it's just uh, the the fact that Sony moved on to doing the the Nintendo style thing. I've get myself back on track here with um, so Nintendo do direct, don't they? Those like what are they now quarterly? I don't know. Videos maybe. where they where they talk about all their exciting Nintendo stuff. When you had sort of like you know Reggie fees and me uh, as a puppet, you know. For example, mm. um, but yeah, so um, Sony they now have the state of play, so a quarterly announcement of PlayStation stuff, and you know, the the problem with state of play is that they happen during a workday. I'm supposed to get excited when you know when I don't get to see it until people have already talked all about well, it once I've yeah. returned home. You know the the thing with E3 at least is that they sort of were designed with the world in mind. Of sort of having you know timings for that. I know they were always hosted in LA, but they were hosted in LA during you know the morning where everyone who was at E3 is already there. People who are at home can you know can watch it in their time zones. People in the sort of the the east could you know watch it and discuss it there anyway because they've got their yeah. days already done. You know that's the thing with with State of Play and Nintendo Direct as well. It's you know. It's just a, it's it's just tough, especially when it felt like they didn't announce it. I don't remember Sony announcing a state of play, just that it, it just happened. Happens. You know, oh, be surprised. So um, Steph's back. So um, he's he's missed his bad present, which was a a seat at um, you just got a seat at Sony's last and upcoming E3 conferences, even though Sony have said that they're not doing conferences at this time so uh yeah i hope you're happy no (laughs) so uh yeah so so that was that so that now leads to one last present and that's my my last good present so i'm excited here let's 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 do this okay ah yes perfect I've received a deed to the oldest house. The oldest house. Oh, that's the name of that headquarters in Control. Ooh. So, yeah, Control. Again, another divisive one by 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 critics, but one that sounded very very interesting, and that I would like to play at some point. And I'm sure you've played it already at some point, Andy Darius. Quite good game. Yeah, it's not yeah, could... again. It's not the game of the year. It's not the mm. best game, but 
it's kind of weird and keep you engaged in it. Yeah. Interesting. And as as someone who is, for me, as someone who has dabbled with SCP Foundation mm. and read and read some of the 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 SCPs that people have made on that, I like the fact of that being brought out in a triple A or double A. Let's give it that sort of thing. I know that there have been SCP games before, but they're generally like be like um, Slenderman style stuff of just. Walk around, grab pieces of paper, occasionally get jump scared by that one jump scary SCP. And yeah. in a no, world You don't jump in that much that often in this game. Yeah, no that, no that's what I mean in sort of in control. Remedy have made it sort of, you know sure these these sort of like I don't know what do they call them? What do they call the the SCPs, these weird artifacts, these weird occurrences that goes on? Well, the case is the big force. The artifacts mm. are mm. the objects of power. Ah, right, okay. Of, you've got both object of power and artifacts, I think. Right, okay. Uh, one of them are like, they're giving you, well, because you are director, they're giving you some set special powers, or for other people, they like possessing them. Mm-hmm. And then you have the objects of power where they are like enhanced items and they can do something to people but not in that extent. Right, okay. And it's kind of blurry how it was because I've played it quite some time ago. Uh, but ideally, yes, you've got like two, two, two different items. One are big ones, the other are small ones. Mm. Right, and, I get that. And in the big ones, the, there's like entity living in. Mm. Which you're trying to, well, kill to get a new power, basically. Right. I get you. Now, see, yeah. See, I really want to play that now, just so I can look forward to it. Because I know there's one, there's a sort of a side area that you can go to. There's a, So there's an SPC of a, one of the SPC stories. Mm-hmm. Or SCP all right. Secure, control, protect. Um, it was a... I've forgotten the number for it. But it was basically rebar concrete. And the whole idea behind it is that there always had to be someone staring at this piece oh, of this, concrete. Yes. Because um, I've heard in control there's something different. I think it's like a fridge or it something. Is. And there's a, there's a guy who's sat in there staring... Yes. And is um, and wanting to know why his friend's not come and relieved him of his duty yet. Yes. So it's just like, oh god, because in in yeah in SCP, the the rebar concrete, if you move your focus away from it, will just move and kill you, break your neck. And it's a lot of that is um, apparently there's a rumor that that SCP was the inspiration for the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Ooh. So the idea of of some sort of undestroyable force that could easily kill you, but they have to you have to not be seeing them in order to do it. So yeah, that's that's a sort of fun. The other one, oh, there's some others. I'm trying to remember other SCP ones. Oh yeah, there's one that's basically this is where I feel like the oldest house is. Um one of the stories was about a an IKEA store. 
that just looked like a normal Ikea store on the outside, but the moment you went into it, you ended up in some sort of pocket dimension where it was an infinitely expanding Ikea store. Uh, yeah, well, this is this is like um, you need a specific item to navigate it, mm. and you you can go there at the end of the game, literally. And before yeah. that, when you go into that room, it's like a infinite maze. Ooh. It's like infinite maze, however, from time to time, it will put you in the starting place. Mm. So you can always get back. Yeah. So you say, that's because I feel that's, that's what the whole, the, the whole oldest house thing yeah. sort of is, isn't it? So, you know, sort of a, you know, an interesting story. But yeah, no, it's a solid game. And with the fact that the, what people are most excited about is that one of the expansion packs or one of the DLCs coming out for um, for Control references the fact that Alan Wake hmm. may actually be occurring in the same sort of universe, universe. as Control. That would be interesting. Um, I think they've, what, what do they call it? It's, um, an Altered World Experience or something like that. But the the name of the expansion is just called AWE. But um, yeah, it's sort of heavily implied that events, well, either events in Alan Wake are part, part of the same sort of universe as Control, or that stuff that has happened in one of the games is leaking through to the other. Well, the events are quite similar, at least, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah. Because in both of them, we've got like those kind of like entities. Uh, however, in Alan Wake World, they are more like um, afraid of light. Mm-hmm. Where in Control, you just got a gun and yeah, shoot them in the head. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're they're weak to um, more normal methods of destruction. Mm. But yeah, no. So that's you know that's 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 uh, they're the Christmas presents that we got. So, you know, um, we'll just look and I'm just going to look at some of the, the, the list. You know, we'll just we'll just go through a very, very brief thing of the list. So these were the, the other 10 best games of the year that The Verge gave. Uh, Baba Is You. I've heard of the name and that's all I know. Okay. No idea what that is. Yeah, yeah some, some little puzzle game. Devil May Cry 5 is on their list. Well, as, right. as always, it's probably is on another quite good old hack and slash, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Fire Emblem Three Houses, which, as I've been editing better together, is actually a very good game. Mm-hmm. I do do like that, and that's actually what got me into Fire Emblem and Awakening. Uh, speaking of Awakening, actually, uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is on the list. Uh, the Outer Wilds, not the Outer Worlds. Then we had Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Sounds, Sounds like a like really, it. really good game that I would not be able to play. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Telling Lies was on there. And, of course, my favourite game of the year, Untitled Goose Game. Honk! So are you literally playing the goose? Yeah. Yeah, you play as, you play as a horrible goose in a quaint little English village and you just have to complete tasks off a list. I would put a bee simulator in it. Hmm? A bee simulator. A bee, bee like simulator. 
BB Honeybee. Oh, God. Yeah, because oh. that looks great on on trailers. Hmm. Does sound good. I mean, I think yeah, two twenty twenty or two thousand and twenty, depending on how you want to go, is the year of obnoxious animal simulators. Hmm. Or insects. You know. Yeah, that sounds like the 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 way to go. Um, what were the other disappointments of the year? Uh, let's see. Oh, WWE 2K20. Just that. That's a disappointing moment in gaming. The I'd say it's a disappointed. I'd say it's probably the funniest in terms of glitches. So uh, you know. Oh, Steph's got to hide. Hide then six, uh, Steph. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Crackdown Three disappointment in gaming. Yeah. Well, they sneaked it out. No Terry Crews can save that. Um. Reggie fees me retiring from Nintendo is considered a disappointment in gaming. I mean, it's sad. It's sad. Reggie was the face of the, you know, was effectively the face of Nintendo at that point, especially in the West. So, but, you know, best thing, at least now, they have Doug Bowser as the uh, the head of Sony of, of Nintendo of America now. I mean, Doug Bowser. What a name. Uh, we, we briefly touched on Fallout 76 subscription service, and we will continue to briefly touch on it, therefore, but $100 for a year? Get lost. Seriously? And of course, Yep. Oh, for God's sake. Yep. But, uh, you know, we, we, we talked about that, and it was hilarious, but, you know, we don't want to kick a dead... Uh, oh, what the name of the cows in that game? Those. Brahmin. That's it. You don't want to kick a dead Brahmin on the ground. And then, of course, the big disappointment in gaming was the fact that, you know, Blizzard banned someone for wanting to talk about human rights. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, that was, a, that was a thing. But, you know what, 2019 hasn't been all that bad. It could have been worse. Oh, it was a pretty good one. Yeah. The only thing which I am kind of, like, disappointment, disappointment, disappointed is the fact that some of my Kickstarter games were delayed. Like, board games. Oh. oh. Yeah. Board games, that's that's the problem, though. Really, usually... Is it, like, distribution problem or design problem? Um, Production. Yeah. Seems to be... Seems to be the common thing with Kickstarter these days now, is the sort of production... It's, well, it's, it wasn't, like, a massive delay. It was, like, just... um. Three months here, a month there. Yeah. I mean, one of the projects was delayed by three months, the other by a month. Uh, not too bad in the scheme of things, and it's no, not like it's it was. Not. It's not like it was two years, was it? So. No, because ideally, Kickstarter, you just backing up the idea, and mm-hmm. they giving you the estimate when they hoping to achieve the goal. Um, so you have to you have to consider it. You might not even get the reward. Mm. You know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's a risk, isn't it? It's an yes, investment. It's a, exactly. it's a venture. Yes. So I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy they're coming. Um, a little bit of shame that um, Tainted Grail arrived too late, very late this year, and mm. The Edge is arriving at the end of January. Other than that, yeah, it was it was good year. Oh, Busy good. year for me because I wasn't here often. Mm. No, but definitely. You, you... Yeah, you were busy. It's just it happens. But yeah, you know, things are things we'll be looking forward to. So it'll yeah. be all good. So uh, yeah, we're we're gonna wrap this up like a Christmas present. 
And uh, just like to say that if you've uh, liked what you've heard, like, share, subscribe, kick, kick the bell, click the bell, so you get more videos. Leave a comment. Talk about what your disappointments and excitements were of this year. And uh, you know, yeah, keep an eye out for for next year. We're gonna have a lot of stuff being planned, and maybe even some of it coming to fruition. So hopefully, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to that. So uh, all we can say is thank you, Darius, and thank you, thank Stefan. You if thank he's, you, if he's, thank uh, you, Stefan, if you're here, if not. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're not, we'll pay you bail later. And all we can say from the rest of the Immaterial Gamers, have a good Christmas and New Year, and we will be back in 2020 with a new recorded podcast, but we'll get that best of out there as well. So, uh, yeah, goodbye. Thank you, and bye-bye.